Hello, everyone, and welcome back to To Have and To Roll. I am Daft Prodigy, joined by my beautiful husband, Rain Zero. You are listening to Session 65, Unmasked. The two halves of the party have reunited at the entrance to the Vivified Labyrinth and have found, to their dismay, that they have one too many Vencarlos. Which Vencarlo is the double? Why the deception? And where is this Seneschal they're all supposed to be rescuing? This session features sound effects by Sirenscape and music by Michael Gelfiadio and Kevin McLeod. More on those at the end of the session. But now, let's check back in with our baffled party and suspicious NPCs on Curse of the Crimson Throne. beautiful wife. Hello, beautiful husband. And, excuse me. <laughs> I gotcha. And welcome back to, to Curse of the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. Curse of the Crimson Throne. What happened last time? In Curse of the Crimson Throne. Last time in Curse of the Crimson Throne, we kicked the shit out of a dark sphinx and spent some time running around the labyrinth, finding different rooms, failing saves, succeeding on saves, uh, and eventually um, made use of the Wand of Dimension door that we found on the dark sphinx to um, get everyone back together. Upon which point, the two Vincarlos did the Spider-Man pointing at each other meme, uh, and now we have to figure out what the fuck is going on. Which one's the real one? Currently, the Vencarlo that Damien, Lenore, Unia, and Ophelia encountered is now dressed as Blackjack because they handed over all of the Blackjack gear to we him. We did. Really hoping that's not a fake Vencarlo. <laughs> and um, Squelch and Portobello's Vencarlo is equipped with a cookery. Uh, and I forgot to include this, but also two javelins. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And so, you know, if one, if if uh, Vencarlo number two, the one found by most of the party, uh, <laughs> is the real one. Uh oh, he's got a lot of equipment now. <laughs> if he's the fake one and runs away, then fuck. <laughs> so so th- there was a lot that mostly just boiled down to those two things. Mm-hmm. And you found out the secret of the labyrinth, how it rotates, and mm-hmm. Damien, with his big fucking brain, was and able Unia, to piece it all together. And Unia, with their clutch triangulation spell, yes, um, were able to uh, navigate around the labyrinth, mm-hmm. um, find mm-hmm. out what all the portals do, except for the one where they all turn red. Um, yes. And hopefully... You didn't do that one. So our, our primary goals uh, for this session are to find out which of the Van Carlos is real, and finding Atlantis Calipopolis. Uh, so. So. Let's not waste any time here at the start. We begin where we left off, not knowing who the real Vencarlo is. We have Blackjack and Vencarlo together <laughs> in the same room. 
We are here at the front of the maze, standing before two tiger statues uh, and a series of circles that frame the entrance. And it is here that we must find out the true Ben Carlo. Where would you like to begin? Well, one of them tells only the truth and the other tells only lies. So if I figure out the right question to ask, I should be able to figure out... No. Um, Damien is going to look between the two Ben Carlos. He's going to pull a dagger out. All right. One of the things we know about Rakshasas, and I'm guessing one of you is a Rakshasa because he gestures to all of the tiger shit. <laughs> Gloria Arcona is literally Rakshasa. I'm guessing one of you is one of his. Hmm. We know Rakshasas have DR. So I think the deduction here is pretty easy. He holds out a dagger. Cut yourself with this. Just across the palm. If you're a Rakshasa, the blade will turn from your hand. It won't do any damage. Mm. If you're the real Vin Carlo, you'll bleed. Hmm. We both sort of like look at each other. We can heal up whichever one of you is real. Okay. And um, they sort of look at each other. Um, and almost at the same time, both of them reach out to take the dagger. All right, all right, you're eager. I have literally no idea what that means. Um, Damien will hand the dagger over to Vincarlo number one. You hand the dagger to Vincarlo number one, and he takes the dagger. And cuts across his hand, opens his palm. You see blood writing down. All right. Satisfied. uh, Damien wipes the dagger off. Yes. Goes back to Vencarlo number two. Mm -hmm. Your turn. And he takes the dagger. Does it have to be the same dagger? Because... You know, communicable blood, bloodborne diseases and things. Unia can heal you. <laughs> Sorry, that's, that's actually out of character. <laughs> he, he would have no idea about bloodborne diseases. He goes, very well. He pulls off the glove with the prosthetic fingers and he cuts across his hand and then opens it. And much like the other, there is blood. All right. I'm going to have Unia make heal checks to see if these wounds are real. Yes. First on uh, the Vencarlo, Vencarlo number two, so they're mm-hmm. closer to. <laughs> the rolled over to one. Uh, 36. 36 on a heel check. Uh, so looking both of them over, you will find that both do appear to have taken slashing damage from the dagger. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's actually a 32. So Vencarlo number two, who is currently dressed as Blackjack, took one point of slashing damage. Uh, Vincarlo number one, who is currently dressed as Vincarlo, took two points of slashing damage. Oh my god. They overcame their... One of them overcame their DR. Oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah, with the 32 to healing, um, looking at the wounds, Yunia, you will see that around where the cut is... There is a slight discoloration on the skin, 
on Vincarlo number one, suggesting that the dagger was pressed much harder into the hand. Whereas Vencarlo number two's wound is basically just uh, almost like a paper cut, just slid across. It looks like Vencarlo number one tried harder to cut his hand than Vencarlo number two. Unia stands before Vencarlo number one. Why did you have to work so hard to cut yourself? I wouldn't want to make you doubt my intentions. And yet... You can see, yeah, you can see, like, at the edges of the cut, where he's taken two points of damage, but there are, like, there are, like, indentations on the skin that suggests, almost like, you know, like, if you're carrying something, like, really heavy. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it, it sort of uh, impresses on your hand after a moment. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're carrying, like, a plastic tote or something, and, like, yeah. the edge cuts into your hand a little bit, mm-hmm. it doesn't it's, break the skin. It, le- it left that kind of mark. Left that kind of mark on him. The other one, it's just a clean cut, just straight. All right. Congre- yeah, very nice roll. Very nice roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it rolled to a one and then tipped over to a 19. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> um, and, yeah, you would gather with that heel check that it looks like Vencarlo number one, the one currently dressed as Vencarlo, cut harder than he should have needed to. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I have I have another plan. Um, Unia has hold person prepared today. Holding on uh, Vencarlo, uh, if he's human, uh, should work. If he's not human, if he's an outsider, it won't work. Uh, So Unia is going to take a five foot step back, sort of exchanging places with Damien. They're going to look at Vencarlo number one. I'm going to cast a spell on you. Do not resist. It is in your interest not to. Very well. Ophelia is going to cast Hold Person on Vencarlo number one. DC 17 will save. So, you cast the spell, and you see, so, um, describe for me the spell casting. Um, so when Unia casts Hold Person, strips of shadow sort of pull themselves from the crevices in the walls, and... <laughs> lash out from their fingers to wrap around uh the target you see and you see like uh as uh as that happens uh the as the shadows sort of like wrap around you see like the arms sort of like clench to the sides and the uh, and uh and vencarlo number one basically the arms clench to the sides and vencarlo number one looks up at you <sighs> what is this it didn't work Unia pulls out their falcata <laughs> and holds it to Vencarlo number one's throat. I, I'm sorry, I don't know what magic this is. It is hold person. Ah. Uh, I see. State your name and your business. And, uh, as you say that, the form, the the underlying form shifts, and a beautiful woman takes Vencarlo's place. My name is Malia Arcona. I have been sent here by Glorio, and I want revenge. Glorio seeks to undermine. Everything in Corvosa to put himself on top. Wait a sec. Lenore comes forward. 
Malia Arcona? Yes. You did all the world's meat. I had nothing to do with what happened there. And why the fuck were people doing it? Sometimes, if you can believe it, these things just happen. Why were you surveilling the guy who was running it? I asked Varric to get food to people in need when the city was in chaos. I had hoped that we would be able to show how we were feeding people in this, in this time, and it would reflect well on the family. That we'd be able to use that to gain support. Then his subordinates started killing people. I had nothing to do with that. All right. Ophelia comes forward. Maybe you want to explain to us how you all seemed so very ready in the case of all the world's meat to feed people after some catastrophe occurred. The king- oh, I should I should describe Malia Arcona because uh-huh. I don't think anybody's actually ever seen her. So um, when when uh, Ven Carlo, uh, let me pop that on Arthur real quick here so that I can pop this description into when. So uh, so the the guise of Ven Carlo drops right. And now she's still wearing the same clothes, mm-hmm. um, but you can see that under under those clothes she is wearing. Um, uh, you can see that under the clothes that Ven Carlo wears. She has, um, so she's a, uh, a beautiful woman. Uh, she looks to be of mixed Talden and Vudrani, uh, heritage. And she has her actually like slightly purplish hair, Mm -hmm. uh, braided and tied up with like gold and, and red ribbons. She has a, uh, a necklace tight around her neck with a bunch of red jewels on it mm-hmm. and she wears a uh an elaborate sash mm-hmm. uh, uh around her around her chest um and this this like beautiful vudrani dress uh that sort of like wraps around uh with like beautiful patterns that have like the looks of like leaves and such she's really pretty she's very pretty um, and now she's wearing. She's also wearing a poofy white shirt. And she's wearing a poofy white shirt over so, that. That's okay. Um, <laughs> if if Lady poofy. Evil, why pretty? Lady uh, Evil, why pretty? Um, and she has like a belt of large amethyst jewels around her waist, uh, and uh, you can see the. Javelins at her back uh, are held in a uh, elaborate case. She's very naturally holding her cookery. Mm-hmm. And she has like gold armbands uh, reaching down her arms. One of the things that we noted when we investigated all the world's meat was that it was put together with remarkable efficiency. Almost as if someone had a contingency plan put in place. I would love to tell you why we knew what we knew. But when I tell you that Glorio needs to be stopped, I mean it. He's been watching you this whole time. He's watching you right now. 
He knows what we're doing. Squelch speaks up as everyone sort of closes in with their various weapons. Wait. The traps. The the lady? You could have killed me. Why not? It's It would have been pointless to kill any of you. You all are powerful warriors. And that is something that I need on my side right now. Glorio has the entirety of House Arcona at his back. I... I have nothing. After the failure of all the world's meat, he stripped me of all of my influence within the family. Mm. Well, how about this? We go down to the prison, we talk to Neolandus Kalapopoulos, and then we go up and we deal with your family member. When I tell you that if we go to Neolandus first, we put him in danger, that does not change your decision. In what danger do we put him? As I said, Gloria was watching even now. Is there a place we can go where he isn't? No. Not even the prisons. She looks at Lenore and she goes, take off your ring. Lenore looks down at it. Damn it. She'll take it off. Now, I can't guarantee that he doesn't have eyes in the torture chamber. In there, there is an Asura that serves him. She's been under strict orders not to kill Neolandus. But she is loyal to Glorio. He may well be able to see what she sees. There is nowhere in this labyrinth, in any of the Arcona grounds, where Glorio is not prepared to watch. So we go down, we kill the Asura, and then we talk to Neolandis. If you help us, it'll probably be pretty easy. Unless you're not interested in helping us. Very well. But if I do this, we do need to confront Glorio. Absolutely. And I will fight with you. And then, only then, I will tell you everything I know. Sounds good. With that, she is going to walk east through the wall. Oh, can we? Hold on. <laughs> oh. oh. She walks east through the wall. <laughs> that that fucker. Yep. You should go into my murder box. The prison is on the other side of the murder box. The prison has an entrance adjacent to the murder box. Yes. That fucker. <laughs> Okay. And she, now she's now she's over here. Now, do, 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 going do. Down. All right. We will follow. I, I, I advise you that if there's anything that you need to do to get ready for combat, that you do it now. All right. Because once we defeat Senshir, we will have to go for Glorio immediately. Okay. Um, ooh. Okay. Um, so is there going to be a point when we're walking here where we're more than 60 feet away from the symbol of pain? Um... I don't think so. Damn it! <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let me check. 
a symbol of pain. Lenore did get back her casting of heroism, so we can cast it on some friends. Um, I think by the time you get down the stairs, you are 60 feet away. Okay. Demian would like to spend three arcane pool points to ca uh, to reprep dispel magic and try to dispel the symbol of pain from Ophelia. Um, I'll make a dispel check here. Natural 20. Okay, yeah. You know, Ophelia. Dispel the symbol of pain from, oh? Ophelia. From Ophelia. Gotcha. All right, Ophelia and is no longer in pain. As, as you all are like walking, uh, are you following after Malia? Yes. Okay, as, you, as you're doing that, um, uh, Van Carlo will reach out and grab uh, Ophelia's arm. What? What is it? I am concerned. If we help her and defeat Gloria, we are just clearing house for her to take over. I hope you're. I hope you are ready for that. Yeah, I mean, it's we're going to kill Glorio either way. There's no way we can let a man like this rule Corbosa. Consider, while they both live, they will oppose each other. It's. It doesn't look like Malia poses that much of a threat to Gloria right now. If she's down here skulking around and begging us for help rather than you know, killing us or forcing us to do her bidding. It's not a good look for her. This is probably super humiliating. Mm, perhaps. I don't trust either of them, though. No. We're not going to leave our backs open to her. Very well. Uh, and uh, he will draw his sword, and he's going to follow. All right. Lenore is going to uh, cast Heroism on Ophelia again. Uh, okay. Unless, uh, is that still going? It's a 10 minute per level buff. Um, I think by now it would actually be down. Okay. Damien's going to cast a uh, mirror image on himself. Oh, four additional Damien's. Uh, Unia uh, is going to cast iron skin on themselves. Let me inc increase their natural armor bonus to four. And... Lenore is going to cast shield on herself. Okay. And I think that's it for now. Okay. So, you proceed down the stairs. Mm hmm So you, you pass directly through this wall and find a staircase leading down. Damien looks, well, now I feel like an idiot. Uh, you find a tunnel going downward and a door just beyond the stairs. Portobello's bark skin is worn off. Yeah. All right. I'm just going to click and drag you guys. Um, Unia is going to uh, boop themselves with the wand of uh, Cure Sirius. They're down 10 hit points, and uh, that's what they have on hand. And then um, Malia. Now... Uh, one thing that I would like to remind you is that uh, their cousin actually referred to uh, their their cousin actually referred to them as Behor and Vimanda. Yes. So, uh, Sel, um, are you Behor or Vimanda? And uh, you will see uh, as you actually as you say the name Vimanda, there is almost like a shiver down her spine. 
I suppose, of a Deshu gave you that name? Yeah, he liked to talk. He does. That's why we've tried to keep him out of the public eye. He's also really good at carving? Yes. He was an artist in our home. He's still an artist, I think. Well, Corvosa has always been mine and Behor's home. Yeah, he mentioned. I'm sure he had all manner of things to say about us not being true Rakshasas, never having seen Vudra. He didn't actually mention that part. <laughs> well, maybe he, there are some things he keeps to himself still. All right. So she's going to uh, hang back a little bit after you. Please. After you. All right. And she goes, very well, then. Uh, if we are going to talk to Shenshir, or Senshir, and she takes her hands and she uh, raises them up, crosses them, and... And and wipes them down, and as as she sort of uh, does does this motion, you see uh, the guise of a woman fade, and a fox-like head takes its place. The uh, elegant robes reduce. The disguise of Van Carlo disappears, and you see that she's wearing uh, what is basically like a sports bra <laughs> oh with God. like little medallions hanging off the edges and uh, tight fitting. Uh, she's she's a fox shasta and a uh, floor length dress with an amethyst belt. A fox shasta, and she opens the door. I I didn't know they could that you could. I thought it was just tigers. No. Our kind come in many forms, with many motivations. And she opens the door, and uh, she goes, Senshir, company for you. Uh, this large room is lit by a heartily burning uh, fire pit in the room's center. Cages hang on chains dangling from hooks in the ceiling, while racks... Uh, strapados, gibbets, and other implements of torture fill the space. Ouch. A set of immense wooden doors stand uh, in the wall to the north, while to the south stand several narrow cells. Vimanda. Uh, and you see in the center there is this uh, woman with... Three faces pointing off at different angles, tusks protruding from her mouth, and a golden and a golden uh, crown on each head with a blue gem in the center. She holds uh, a large hafted weapon, uh, and she has uh, like six arms. That's so cool. And she's dummy thick. <laughs> uh, she's so cool. Uh, she goes, Vamanda, Behor told me that you might show up surprising and the Rakshasa formerly known as Malia now known as Vamanda will step forth into the room yes she twirls her cookery I'm afraid to tell you Senshir that the terms of your employment are under negotiation your service to Behor is ending Senshir draws her weapon circling the fire pit around the sides the and, you, and you see you see Vimanda and Senshir sort of like circling the fire pit looking at each other 
like wolves ready to attack. And sh- and one face goes, yes, Behor did say. Uh, another face continues on that you might not necessarily be willing to follow. And the last face just goes, the plan that he has laid out for you. Then Vamanda continues to circle the fire pit. Yes. Now I know it's not your choice to continue following him. I had hoped that we would take him out first, opening that choice to you. But I'm afraid my friends insist. Sanshir looks at the fox-headed Rakshasa. Then I suppose this is the end of our friendship. And Vamanda looks at all of you and then gives almost like a smile as she looks at Senshir. I suppose it is. And now, please roll for initiative. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! All right, Lenore. Uh, actually, all right, Lenore is one of the only people who wasn't affected by the symbol of pain. And now Ophelia is okay, too. Boop. Hot damn. Um, Unia. Should be taking a minus four to their initiative. Oh, they're, oh right, minus three. Um, oh, wow, they rolled really well. Um, Damien. Damien got a natural 20 on initiative. Bless him. Uh, with the with the penalty from Symbol of Pain, he's got a 20. Squelch got an 18, and Portobello got a 13. Okay. So, uh, basically, as soon as, as uh, the last lines of this taunting finish, uh, you will see uh, you will see Vamanda, uh, also known as Malia Arcona, leap over the flames, and she leaps with this incredible agility. She almost seems to float through the air. <gasps> Um, in the in a level of physics only found in uh, Bollywood movies, <laughs> uh, as Vamanda leaps through the air and pointing with with her back foot toward mm-hmm. Senshir. Uh, however, Senshir just takes the haft of her weapon and boom, smacks her down to the ground. However, she gets back up very quickly and delivers another attack. You see uh, this incredible speed with the second attack that she delivers uh, which is a 30 to hit um, yeah that hits uh, for 17 points of damage not overcoming DR and then she follows up with her uh, Kukri and uh, slices once missing uh, as uh, as another set of arms take this hafted weapon that Senshare has it's like some sort of spear, uh, and and uh, deflects the cookery once, and My then God. passes the passes the spear to another set of hands as she spins on the spot. As another face turns to look at her, Vamanda attacks again with a twenty-four to hit, which will be a hit, uh, dealing uh, eight points of damage. Uh, and does she have? She does have electricity resistance. You see, sparks of electricity crackle from the cookery, but don't seem to uh, damage Senshir at all. All right, all right. Ophelia. Ophelia. Um, all right. 
I've, I've sort of been sitting here um, trying to figure out if I can uh, go around the fire pit and jump in, jump over Senshi and into flanking with um, Malia Arcona. Uh, it doesn't look like I quite have enough movement to do that. Um, so, <laughs> um, so instead, I'm going to try to do it the other way because she's flat-footed. So I'm going. I'm going oh, to. Oh wait, move. she is flat. That's a shame. Actually, I think I would have hit one more time with that. <laughs> nope. But yes, I did hit one more time with that. Actually. Uh. Uh. Sorry, I got one more hit in. Okay. Ophelia. All right. Ophelia is going to run up to Senshir, uh, and uh, try to move through her square over to adjacent to um, Vamanda. And uh, so let me roll a, an acrobatics check. Oh no, natural one! Uh, so that's a total of 22. It's not total enough. Total of 22? Yeah. Uh, versus flat-footed? Uh, oh, flat- oh, versus CMD. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, as, uh, as uh, you know, you're, you're sort of trying to get in uh, where she can't see you. Uh, and as you, as you go to move through this space, uh, she will... Oh, does she have combat reply? She does not. Damn that it. That doesn't make... Yeah. That, that is sad. All right. Um, Ophelia uh, tries to get around the many faces and many arms and just mm-hmm. can't find a way through. Uh, she, she tries to go past and gets smacked uh, yes. and almost falls so in her You're butt. basically pushed back by one of the arms uh, and not able to get through the space. And Ophelia will make an attack. Excuse me. They are flanking. So. Yes, I am flanking. Um, I have the dueling sword. Uh, obviously will not proc Bane. Uh, <laughs> um, that's a 25 or 27 to hit. That'll hit. All right. Seven points of getting hit with the dueling sword and uh, 13 points of getting, uh, uh, sorry, 13 points of hidden strike damage. I'm going to try to mighty ambush. Uh, the mighty ambush fort save DC is 20, I believe. Oh, she's actually immune to flank. Ooh. Oh! Do you still get the D4s? Yes. Even without flanking, because you did the. Because uh, I did the thing, yes. Gotcha. But you don't get it on the other. Uh, she will be flat-footed still, so. Yes. I will still get the D4s there. Oh, so so actually, I do get an extra uh, one point of damage against flat-footed, uh, so that'll be twenty-one points of damage total, um, and DC twenty-four save. Wait, sorry, sorry. Go back. Um, I I only had put in thirteen points of damage for the thing. Oh, okay. Thirteen We're- thirteen points of hidden strike damage. Okay. Uh, seven plus one, so eight points of getting hit by uh, dueling sword damage. Plus one? Yeah, because she's flat-footed. I don't have any cold iron on me, unfortunately. Actually, I need to give her back one hit point. <laughs> I, d- I didn't total these. Okay. And uh, she needs to make a DC 20 fortitude save or fall unconscious. All right, she makes it. All right. Uh, uh, it's worth a try. Um, yeah, you try to knock her out, and it doesn't quite work. All right, second attack coming in. Also at highest VAB. Mm-hmm. Uh, hidden Strike D4s. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. Flat-footed. Yes. yes. Uh, so that is 13 points of, uh, or 14 points, sorry, of dueling sword damage and 11 points of Hidden Strike. Not rolling great on the Hidden Strike right now. So Ophelia tries to get in past um, Senshir to... Uh, deal a deadly blow 
and gets thwarted by Senshir's ever-watching gaze and multiple sets of arms and settles for stabbing twice uh, sort of around her middle. Then Carlo is going to double move and you see him try to do basically exactly what you did (gasps) as he jumps through her space. Let's see if he's able to do it. Just barely. Uh, 19 on die and that barely does it. As he leaps through her square and he also attacks with his uh, with the blackjack rapier. Good thing I healed his dexterity damage. Crit threat. Not a confirmed though. Damn. Sorry. Um, with the D8s. Yes. So that's going to be 15 plus 25. Uh, <laughs> so 40 points of damage reduced. Oh, shit. To 30. Do you, do you set him up for this? Do yeah. You like, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he runs up and does like a jump sort of like leaping over you and uh, how do you help him out? Ophelia is going to uh, sort of bend over so that he can jump off of her shoulders. Yep, and he springboards up from you uh, doing a somersault around standing next to Vamanda uh, and as he does so, like piercing through uh, one of Senshir's uh, right shoulders uh, and uh, and then quickly retracting and you, get, and you get this spurt of blood coming out the side. Ophelia's like looking star-eyed at Vencarlo right now, like oh! marine blood spatters against the wall. Oh my god, Blackjack, that was so cool! Uh, Damien. Damien is going to make a knowledge planes check to see what the deal is with uh, yes. with Asuras. <laughs> okay. Uh, yep, that would be yeah, knowledge planes. Alrighty. Now these are quite rare creatures for this region. Yes. Unfortunately, he is still under the effects of the symbol of pain, so we'll see how well this actually goes. Twenty-three. Mm, um, you've never really heard of an Asura before, uh, or you—you you might have heard of Asura, but you, as far as you know, there's like a lot of different kinds of Asura, and you don't know what the differences between them are. Mm. So you're not really sure. Womp. <laughs> uh, might need more study of Vudrani culture in order to know that. All right. Uh, oh, what, what would you like to do? So, uh, it didn't look like electricity did anything. So, shocking yeah. grasp is out. All right. She's surrounded, so glitter dust is out. Web is out, similarly. Mm-hmm. Um, let's magic missile. Okay. <laughs> Magic missile. Magic missile. Uh, so um, we're going to swift action uh, set the cards up with plus one frost. Okay. Um, or sorry, th- plus two frost. Plus two frost. Plus two frost. Um, Very nice. And uh, we will spell combat. Magic missile. Do I need to make a spellcraft? Yes. Or sorry, a spell make resistance. A, make a caster level check. All right. Do, 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 26. That will do it. All right. So your magic missiles. Uh, so first, Damien um, puts up his hand, and in between his fingers are four cards made of force, and he throws them out in sort of a fan, um, and the magic missiles go after Senshir. 17 points of force damage. And then... Um, all right, she's within point blank precise shot range, but she's out of my first range increment. 
Yeah, Damien will take a five foot step closer. He can't quite get her within the first range increment right now, so we'll be taking a minus, an additional minus two penalty on top of all of our other penalties. It is very possible I will not hit with any of these cards. Uh, <laughs> come on, Damien. So I throw two cards. Uh, the first is a 16 to hit. Um, these, uh, all but the hasted attack will be a mess. Alright, so Damien throws three cards. Damien is not hasted right oh, now. Oh, he's not hasted right now. Yeah, it, it just, I just, okay. it's in the okay. macro. So, um, so you throw three cards and you miss three times. Damn it! Um, <laughs> but your magic missile went off. So. Yes. Squelch. Squelch. Does Squelch have knowledge planes? She does not. Uh, <laughs> um... All right. Well, Squelch is going to run in. Because she's small, she's going to share the square with this fire pit. And uh, she is just uh, going to attack with her scimitar at uh, the uh, at the Asura. Uh, oh, no. I roll real bad. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Uh, a 17 to hit will not hit. Oh, so Squelch runs in. Um, oh, no, flat-footed, yes. A 17 will hit flat-footed. Oh, okay. Um, Sorry, I keep forgetting flat-footed. Uh, so yeah, uh, 17 hits flat-footed. All right. Um, Remember, you deal eight points of damage. Yeah. None of that damage goes through. Damn it. Um, so uh, did Damien's uh, 20 to hit uh, then hit? Yes. Okay. Also didn't deal any damage. Uh, with the, Even with the frost? Uh, yes, roll frost. Sorry, I, I totally missed that. It's all right. Sorry, it's she's flat-footed for quite a while Six here. Six points of cold damage. Okay. Yep. And it looks like there is a little bit of a uh, frozen flesh where the uh, card hits, even though it doesn't pierce the skin. Excellent. I'm so proud of you, Damien. <laughs> also, it does look like when Vincarlo hit her, she was sort of uh, as she was talking to Vamanda, she'd been uh, having like arcane sigils sort of glowing around her mm -hmm. when. Uh, then Carlo hit her. She actually, uh, it looked like it broke her concentration <gasps> on whatever she was doing. Oh, shit. And uh, the sigils fade by now. Oh, damn. As if she was some, doing some sort of one round cast time thing. Oh, no. Sad. All right. Lenore is, Lenore. Lenore is going to blood rage. We're going to save the boots of speed because this is, this is going really well. <laughs> <laughs> um, and actually, uh, as we're getting to here, uh, Vamanda will shout, Unia, do you have the means to align your weapon against evil? Sort of? Then do it. Otherwise, Senshir will never die. All right. I do actually have a spell today that allows me to do that. All right. Uh, so Lenore is going to move forward. Mm -hmm. uh, and... Uh, make one attack, sort of standing, uh, behind, Ophelia. standing behind Ophelia. She's just going to reach around Ophelia uh, with her stretchy arms yes. uh, and smack Senshir uh, with her fauchard. Okay. Just the one. Oh, God. Uh, that was a three on die. Tw uh, 20 with flanking? Oh, uh, well, she's immune to flanking, so. Oh, shit. 18? Uh, that, is, that will hit flat-footed. Oh, uh, 29 points of damage. Uh, so Lenore charges up and mm -hmm. stretches the arms around and hits Senshir. Uh, 
uh, quite heartily. Unia. Unia. Let me just double check. Unia has a spell today called Sanctify Weapons, which I think they can really... Okay, yes. What you do is um, it lasts for around a level. Uh, you choose a specific type of evil outsider when you cast the spell, such as Daemon, Demon, Devil, Div, or Asura. All manufactured weapons in the area of effect bypass the DR of that type of outsider. The weapons do not become aligned or change composition. Mm. Um, so... So... Do you say that to Vamanda? Yes. Uh, she goes, You have nothing that would make the weapons good. Or any spells that are only castable by good creatures. Do we ha do we have holy water in the bag? Do you? Good question. <laughs> we do. We have two uh, vials of holy water in the bag. Okay. Do you tell her that, that this doesn't align the weapon? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, she goes. That won't do it. Oh. I have holy water. Or Lenore has holy water. Holy water will work. But save it. Understood. Wait. Unia is going to cast... Senshiro will look at Vamanda as she says this and goes, Well, Beho would be most disappointed. You had the opportunity to let me live. A foolish decision, Vamanda. He was right to put you in the labyrinth. <gasps> oh, that's so mean. Um, Yunia's gonna cast Bless. That gives everybody... Plus one. They're kind of running out of spells <laughs> that aren't to heal people. Um, uh, oh, I need to put up bless. What? What is bless? Uh, I don't think I need to put it. It is on a plus it. one morale bonus on attack rolls and saving throws against fear effects. Okay, I'll just just remind me when I'm doing my stuff. All right. Hashtag bless. Uh, okay, then Portobello. Portobello. Portobello trundles into the room. Trundles. Uh, it comes up to Squelch and Lenore and between his best friend and his mama uh, oh. he is going to reach out with a tentacle uh, and try to slap uh, Senshir uh, so just the one tentacle I think is all he gets yes because he moved Yes. so um, 26 to hit that will hit alright uh, 8 points of damage uh, a 19 on the um you will not grapple no no grapple okay so you smack her but it doesn't actually seem to do much <laughs> all right portobello is very brave all right what can i do oh my god i can do so much <laughs> holy fucking shit so uh the hands spin their weapons excellent uh and you can basically see she's wielding a spear a long sword a cookery and then she has two free arms. That's hot as fuck. And so she takes the spear and she's going to stab at... Um, let's see. Who's good to hit? Let's do Ophelia. Now, let's do... Um, I'm torn. Just like Ophelia is going to be. <laughs> Masterwork spirit, Ophelia. All right. 21 to hit you. Nope. Okay. Longsword at Squelch. All right. Oh, actually, 
the, the longsword is her primary weapon. The others are her offhand weapons. Oh. So she's actually going to attack three times with the longsword. Excellent. Uh, 27 to hit Squelch. That'll hit. All right. Nine points of damage to you. All right. And another attack with the longsword. 21 to hit you. Nope. All right. And then a 25 to hit you after that. Oh, uh, that's just enough. Okay. And then that's going to deal 10 points of damage to you. All right. And then she's going to see, oh, I can hit this one. Ah! 26 to hit you. Damn Squelch. it. Yes. And she does it again. 10 points of damage. And then uh, she's going to try to slam at Vincarlo. Just barely hits Vincarlo. Twice with her free arms for 10 points of damage to him. Oh, I keep forgetting there's a, um, a thing I can do as a reaction with Squelch. What can you do? Um, I can cast Wave Shield, which gives me DR4 untyped against the attack. Oh, well, um, do you want to do that? Yes, I would like um, to do that. Which one did you do? Um, well, did you do it on the last attack? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what does it give you? The water protects you from one physical or fire-based attack. Granny, you DR untyped and fire resistance equal to half your caster level on okay. that attack. Oh, so All it's right. actually DR five now. So give yourself back five. Uh, all right. Points. All right. All right. And I think that's all she can do. Back up to the Manda, who will take her cookery, and uh, she starts doing this this incredible series of moves that seem extremely practiced, where she takes the cookery, sort of holding it uh, backwards, and and cuts once, and it rotates, and cuts back with it, now properly held in her hand. Uh, and I need to spend... Uh, I'm going to save my key point, actually. Uh, so I flurry once. Miss. So she cuts across really quick and actually like does like a little flip of the of the cookery and catches it again and nice. then cuts back across three more times. That's very cool. Uh, she misses on the first one, uh, but as she comes back across, she hits for uh, 20 points of damage reduced. Uh, and then uh, crit threats on the other. Ooh. Uh, and confirms. Oh boy. For 30 points of damage. With her Vorpal Cookery. <laughs> Not quite. Damn. <laughs> we ain't quite there yet. Um, uh, and uh, you will see the, uh, Damien, you'll see the flashing hit bar uh, above Senshare uh, as she is now near death. Uh-huh. Ophelia. Ophelia. Well... It's a little crowded here, so I can't actually try to move through uh, her square unless I want to end up in the fire pit, which I don't want to. Um, she seems to be immune to flanking. Um, uh, can I try to um, use a round of Shadow Shroud uh, and see if that gives me concealment uh, for my D4s at least? Um, sure. All right. Um, Ophelia will swift action, pull the shadows around herself, um, sort of the shadows that are flickering around the edge of the fire pit, and see if getting this concealment uh, will enable her to make hidden strikes. It doesn't necessarily seem that the eyes are tracking exactly where you are. All right. I will attack with my D-Force. Pull around attack with my dueling sword. Smack. Uh, 30 to hit. Yeah, that'll fucking hit. All right. Um, that is 10 points of getting hit with a dueling sword damage and 13 points of hidden strike. Okay. She falls unconscious at that. This 
aquamarine blood pooling around the cut open body. Quick, the holy water! Uh, Vencarlo, uh, will say, uh, I'm afraid I don't have any. Actually, Vencarlo, as soon as Senshir is down, is going to run over to the cell. Uh, and he's going to stab at the lock on it. <laughs> just, just trying to smash it. Because he doesn't have he doesn't... any wakes in disabled one. Yeah, and he breaks the lock. Oh, awesome. That's good. Uh, and you will see slumping over. There is a man. Uh, he's dressed in rags. Uh, we can get out of initiative now, actually, because you guys have holy water. Um, Lenore so. is going to drop out of blood rage. So uh, you see him uh, break this lock and throw open the cell door. Yolandis. Yolandis. And he puts a, hand, puts a hand on this man's face. And uh, um, if anybody wants to roll me a knowledge, I think knowledge and ability. All right. Uh, yes. I'll have Unia roll a knowledge and ability check as they come over to uh, see if they can offer uh, some healing. 24. Okay. Um, uh, so you recognize that it looks like he's sort of tried to disguise himself, but not so well that you can't see his his uh, rugged Mark Ruffalo good looks <laughs> underneath uh, all of it. And so let's change his token back. You have found... Neolandis, Galapopolis. Uh, Van Carlo uh, puts a hand against his face and goes, Neolandis, wake up. And, and uh, Van Carlo goes, he's alive. But his pulse is faint. Uh, Unia is going to bop Neolandis with the wand of Cure Sirius. Okay. Uh, Unia's uh, wand heals Neolandis 19 points. And you watch as he sort of... <laughs> you crazy bastard. I told you to stay out of places that <laughs> could get you killed. You see Blackjack look at him and just goes, and I'm pretty sure I told you the same thing. And uh, Vencarlo, like grabs him and pulls him in for a, a hug and Neolandis raises an arm weakly and does the same uh, and then they sort of like pull away holding each other at arm's length uh, and like looking at each other like they thought they would never see each other again oh. <sighs> Damien pours holy water on the Asura's body and it and it goes and he goes, oh, that smells. Oh, that. Oh, that's so gross. Oh, <laughs> completely ruining the moment. Uh, you see the remaining pieces of Senshir sizzle and dissolve. You in the holy water. Oh, or like the skin melts away and sorry it's just about like this six-armed skeleton with tusks protruding from it. Sorry about your friend. What friend? Damn, cold. Um, <laughs> a servant, nothing more. Ice cold. Holy shit. Uh, and the look that you get between uh, Vincarlo and Neolandis is one of people that have known each other all their lives oh. uh, and may have had a checkered past uh, before, but oh. still care about each other very much. Sam and Frodo? Maybe. Yeah, oh. yeah, that's, that's probably good. Oh. I ship it. And, um... 
Nate Landis will sort of like put a hand on Vincarlo's shoulder and try to pull himself up. Look, we gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here, Blackjack. There's... Uh, if you're here, I'm assuming things have only gotten worse. And Blackjack nods. Yes, my friend. There's a boat in the cave, and we could take the boat up the coast, get out of all of this. Vancouver says, yes, yes, yes. I have friends. Friends that can keep us safe. Hi. And uh, Vimanda will actually come over and go, not to ruin your moment, but there is the issue of my brother. Right, yeah. And and uh, actually, uh, when she gets here, you'll see Neolandis sort of like <laughs> pushes up against the wall. She she works with them. She she yeah. works with them. Yeah, we got it. We're no, not- you don't understand. We got it. We got it. She they, they they did this to me. They. And uh, he looks at he looks at Vimanda. They tortured me for weeks. Her. And that thing points at the sizzling remains of Senshire. We needed information from Neolandis, and we got it. You bitch. Go to hell. <laughs> My kind aren't welcome in hell. I think that says a lot, don't you? I understand. You're all very angry. Yes, things were done to the Seneschal here to get more information about Queen Iliosa. But I have information that even he doesn't have. And together, we can stop Glorio. Without me, he'll tear you apart. Keep talking. Let's go kill Glorio. And then we can talk about the Queen. Counteroffer? We talk about the Queen now? And we don't kill you before we go kill Glorio. Um, Neolandis, uh, looks, uh, honestly horrified of her. Uh, and Vincarlo will, like, pick him up from the shoulder. It's like, let's, let's get you out of this room. Don't trust anything, she says. She can't be trusted. She's just like, she's just like Glorio. They're playing a game. Some sort of weird sibling rivalry pitting each other and their allies against each other. And Vimanda goes, I knew we should have gone after Behor first. You humans think so small. But the big picture is important to me. What would you like to know? And uh, Vincarla was going to sort of uh, aid Neolandis out of the yeah. room. Unia's going to move in. Uh, and guard Vincarlo and Neolandis as they leave. Now, I will tell you, uh, Vimanda is still in a fighting pose, mm -hmm. like ready to fight mm -hmm. if anybody attacks her. Yep. Right now, we're surrounding her to make sure she doesn't run. Look, I want to help you, and I think you all want to remove Iliosa from power. Yep. I have no dreams of being queen of Corvosa. My brother's aspirations... He always feels that he has spent too long in the shadows, and he wants to come out and trot around and 
parade himself as the ruler of Corvosa. I don't want any of that. I am happy here with everything we've amassed over the years. Did you kill the king? No. Were you involved in the death of the king? Neolandus Kalipopolis fled the castle after he learned of the murder of the king. He fled to old Corvosa, and he stayed with one Salvatore Scream, an artist we'd commissioned from time to time for portraiture and various... She looks back toward the labyrinth. Embellishments. Oh, wow. He's a very talented man, and when provided with the right materials, can do incredible things. And he knew of the labyrinth. He knew that nothing could see into the labyrinth, and so he brought Neolandis here, hoping we would keep him out of the eyes of any who might try to scry on him. Now, Salvatore doesn't know much about magic, but we do. And we assured him that we would keep Neolandis secure. Yeah, there's a mage's private sanctum effect around this whole area. Indeed. I'm glad you know your spells, boy. I'm going to take that as a compliment and not as the obvious condescension you intended it to be. Personally, I've never been a fan of magic. I have my innate abilities, but I've never studied it. I left all of that to Behor. He's always thought himself very clever with magic, always messing with scrolls and wands and things. He gave all of us these, and she draws forth in her free hand a wand. And if you attack me, I will use it. We don't have any particular interest in attacking you right now. Good. But there is a an overarching concern that once we kill your brother, you'll disappear. I have no intent to disappear. I will mourn the death of my dearly departed brother. But of course, being the oldest direct descendant of our parents, control of the family will pass to me, as is the way in Rakshasa dynasties. And, coincidentally, Chalish noble families. Hmm. Glorio is being too brash, and at every turn, the guise of Glorio seeks to reveal Behor. He resents hiding. I don't mind. What did you learn from Neolandis? What I know of Neolandis. He learned that the circumstances of Eadred's death were suspicious, and he confronted Iliosa about them. And for his trouble, he was met in his quarters by Red Mantis assassins. Now, Neolandis knows Castle Corvosa better than anyone, even the queen. And he was able to escape, and that's when he found Salvatore. He told us, through our questioning, that there had been a change in Iliosa's behavior 
some weeks before the death of the king. She had always been an abrasive young lady. But then something changed. She became calculating, meticulous, crafty. Neolandis suggested that she had been borrowing the key to the treasury. A treasury which contains many dark secrets of the Corvosan crown that most would rather keep hidden away. We had noted Iliosa's strange behavior at a few court gatherings before the death of the king. You see, when you come from a long line of schemers and traitors, you learn to know the look. We gathered that she was plotting something, and when nobles plot something, inevitably there is backlash. We didn't know what she was planning, but we knew that when it happened, the city would be in disarray. And so I decided to start making preparations. I'd been seeing Varric van Kaskaken for a time, seeking to get as much information about the inner workings of Citadel Volshynik as I could. He was an impressionable young man, and so I left my impression. <laughs> and he gave me, I thought, everything I wanted. But the rookie guards that he hired were little more than street thugs. They had no respect for subterfuge, and their idea to open a second business destroyed our plan. If we had been allowed to continue, the smuggling of creatures into all the world's meat would have continued, and we would have fed dozens maybe even hundreds of people. But those idiots ruined it. It would have been on the cover of every paper. Arcona family helps in time of need. That's always been Glorio's plan. He wants to build the public's love of us to the point where they have no choice but to choose us as the next heirs to the throne. And what will you do? In his stead. <laughs> well, we have amassed quite a fortune at this point, and I see no issue with maintaining that and keeping out of the limelight for a while. We have a new stage to our plan, and I would happily see it enacted. Glorio has been amassing massive doses of the cure you concocted, Ophelia. And he well, his hopes were to start distributing it whenever was appropriate. And I think with all of you not stealing the headlines, he's probably started doing it right now. What's wrong with releasing the cure? There's nothing wrong with it. But he needed to do it at a time when he wasn't competing for a front page. And you all have been getting a lot of attention. So, his plan was to invite you here, and trap you in the labyrinth, and have me come and finish you off. But, I had other ideas. 
I've seen what you can do, and I had no interest in getting myself killed. Squelch comes forward, sort of pushing past Lenore. Mm -hmm. You could have killed me. I could have. But you didn't? No. I will trust you. Once. Mm. Life for a life, I suppose. But keep in mind, as Saren Ray says, people who cannot be redeemed should be cut down. <laughs> so this whole asking me a lot of questions in a way that's a bit more forceful than just asking questions. I suppose you did that because you had no other choice? Neolandis was not particularly forthcoming with all of the details. And I suspect there are things that even now we don't know. We tried our hardest to learn everything. But he has been hesitant to release certain information to us. For instance, we believe that he knows of someone who might have more information, but he's unwilling to give any names. We've tried to coerce him in the many ways that we have at our disposal. Did you enjoy it? The feeling of crushing a weak little human beneath your boot? Making him beg for you to stop? Anything. He'll give you anything. That feeling of power. Did you like it? And as you say this, she leans closer to you till you can smell a fragrant scent that just seems to be naturally emanating from her and you feel her breath on your cheek as she says I could ask the same of you right now not moving at all Ophelia is just gonna stare her down She's very close. It's none of your business how I feel. And she smiles, her face very close to yours, and she says, but it could be. I only do what I have to. Mm. As do I. And now, she looks at all of you, I believe we all have to stop Gloria. Before we head out, what's in these other rooms? Oh. To your north, there will be a lovely room we like to refer to as the Gizzard. The driving mechanism behind the vivified labyrinth. Uh. If you have any interest in fighting for ancient Rajambari, we can go there. No, that's all right. To the northwest of us, we have... Senshir's personal quarters, where I'm sure you could find something of value. Anything in there that might help us kill Glorio? Perhaps. I've never gone through her effects. Lenore's going to push the door open with the butt of her fauchard. Uh, and there will be a narrow bed, stool, and table uh, that are the room's sole furnishings. None appear to have been used in some time. Uh, guess we'll make a, like a sweep of the room. I believe there was a man who once lived here who served our father. 
Back before Glorio killed him. Uh, Lenore got a 20 to look around. Not There's actually. Nothing in here, actually. All right. Uh, um, uh, actually, uh, in here, you will find uh, uh, Neil Landis's uniform. Ah. Uh, along with some other personal effects. Okay. We'll grab that. Get There's ready. a crossbow in here. All right. Uh, and uh, a uniform. And All right. Some just everyday carry things any uh nice weapons left with the uh with senshir or with on senshir you will find a masterwork longsword a masterwork cookery and a masterwork spear okay it says plus other treasure but i don't have any other treasure here huh um the treasure is knowledge yeah congratulations you get knowledge we did get knowledge yes all right uh, yeah, I don't have any interest in fighting for ancient, uh, failed my, failed my knowledge planes check. Uh, you can roll a knowledge, uh, religion actually. Ah, Damien. Damien can roll a knowledge religion actually. All right. Only Damien. This is a Vudrani word. Religion. Oh, natural one. No idea what a Rajambari is. <laughs> um, we're going to bop squelch with the wand of cure moderate. All of my minute per level buffs are now down because god damn do Rakshasas like to talk. They do love to All talk. Alright, uh, that was 12 points of healing, so we're gonna do it again. <laughs> Shall we walk and heal? Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to actually start out the door. Uh, and you'll open the door and you will see Vin Carlo and Neil Landis uh, sort of sitting on the steps here. Lenore will hold out the bag of stuff. We got your stuff, Neil Landis. Thank you. Um, I'm not ready for a fight. No, no, absolutely not. You two stay here. Um, Blackjack, can you get him out? I'd prefer not to get too far from the rest of you, just in case. Looks at Vamanda. Yeah. Any dangers remain in the labyrinth. All right, all right. Vamanda sort of rolls her eyes. <laughs> her fox eyes. <laughs> um, so... Okay, Neilandis, uh, you should probably find a safe place to hang out. Um, actually, 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 Squelch, do you still have that thing that lets people like breathe without there being any air? Um, I have another uh, casting of life bubble. Yeah, I I got it back. Uh, okay. I have a stupid plan. How about we cast Life Bubble on Neil Andis, and then do you want to go for a ride in the bag, buddy? You're going to put me in a bag of holding? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I used to work as a secret agent. I, uh... <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to cast Life Bubble on yourself and go into a bag of holding. <laughs> One of those things. <laughs> um, so uh, I think probably life bubble is down on everybody now. So, but give me a dagger. Uh, here you go. Uh, Damien, you. Damien will give him his masterwork dagger. Because um, I'll tell you now, if I'm not out of there in four hours, I'm cutting my way out. That's totally understandable. Um, so, uh, 
You don't want that to happen. You know what happens when you cut open a bag of holding? Everything comes out. Yep. So don't forget about me. Uh, we won't. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah. So Squelch will cast Life Bubble on everyone, um, including Vamanda. Uh, mm. I think we can give everybody two hours. Um, and so Squelch will touch everybody and give everybody two hours. And then she'll touch Neil Landis again and give him four. Lenora opens up the bag. Hop in. Okay. And Neil Landis will... Well, I guess at least at this rate, I can get out of here. Yep. We won't tell anybody where you are. And, uh, Blackjack. Yes, Seneschal. Don't get yourself killed. Oh. And he climbs into the bag of holding. Oh. Okay. And so, now, the lot of you. Blackjack. Malia Arcona, who resumes her humanoid form. Unia, the priest of the dead god. Ophelia, the hero known as Siren. Damien, student of Thumanexus. Squelch, the druid of the depths of Corvosa. Lenore, the blacksmith and noodly lady. <laughs> and Portobello. The the goodest boy. The goodest stinky boy. <laughs> you all proceed up the rope bridges, up the spiral staircase to the jade statue of the elephant. Uh, to the garden. Lenora would like to cast shield on herself again. Okay. Um, relatively healed up, running low on our uh, our resources, uh, but not. Completely out yet. Mm -hmm. So, you proceed up the spiral staircase in the moss-covered dungeons. And what do you do? You're at the top of the staircase now. Kamido is blind. And with that, you hear the sound of stone on stone as dust falls from the ceiling uh, above you. And then a corkscrew shape opens up, revealing sunlight brighter than you could have possibly imagined, blazing down at you. What's your marching order? Oh, uh, Lenore's also going to cast Sea Invisibility again, because uh, we don't have anybody with that up yet. Uh, so we're going to cast that, and that'll be here last second level, so all the day. Um, our marching order. We are going to have Lenore and Ophelia in front then Unia and Damien, Squelch and Malia Arcona, and Portobello bringing up the rear. Okay. So, Malia's going to be uh, behind uh, all of you. All right. Vincarlo will be, like, right behind. All right, yes, Vincarlo's with us. Uh, Unia. Yes. Okay. So, uh, you proceed up, and uh, standing in the middle of the garden, looking at the, at the fountain, actually, You'll see in his beautiful red doublet with his deep purplish blue pattern uh, and his long fluttering cape and a golden sash tie tied around his waist, his perfectly waxed mustache and uh, pointy little goatee. 
hair that blows in the warm jungle wind that seems to blow through the garden, seemingly from nowhere. The distant sound of animals fill the garden, and you see him slowly turn on the spot. Very, very good show! Ah, I was on the edge of my seat, twists and turns and what have you, and, oh, that one with, that one with the Rakshasa lady at the end. Oh, who saw that coming? (laughs) Well, quite a story, don't you think? It had a little bit of everything. And I think we all learned something, didn't we? Yeah, actually, you know, uh, telling people to go into the murder box when the entrance to the, uh, prison is right next to the murder box is a pretty good plan when they're stupid as we are. Well, stupid, hmm, I wouldn't use such a word, but ready for adventure, that's (laughs) one I like. And, of course, dear sister... And uh, as you're all filing up, you will see uh, Vamanda come up, her cookery spinning in her hand. Brother, what exactly did you not like about what I've given you? Did I miscast you? Daughter seems a bit too young. Is that it? She just looks at him. How are you actually, like, filling into the room here? Oh, um, we're, we're, we're getting, uh... We're not quite moving into weapon range, but um, we're sort of uh, setting up like we're getting ready to He does have attack. two guards with him. Um, um, and, the, and the elephant is animated and moved off to the side. All right. The casters are going to kind of uh, move toward the back. Uh, the ranged fighters uh, moving to the middle. And then um, Ophelia kind of slinking off into the shadows. Uh, I'm actually going to have her make a stealth check. Are you check. all off to this side here? Um, well, oh, I thought the um the elephant is over here. Yeah, the elephant's over here. Um, does it look like it could be aggressive? It does. Uh, we're going to stay away from the elephant. Okay. <laughs> um, and... Um, I'm going to have Ophelia roll a, a stealth check. Wait, are you doing the shadow thing now? No, no. Then I'm you just... can't do stuff. Oh, it's you're, too you're, bright? You're being observed. You're, oh, okay. It's broad daylight. Okay. Uh, and... Okay, that's fine. So, now, I do have to say, the cliffhanger at the end. Ugh, amazing. Kind of pissed off about the ring thing. Well, you couldn't expect me to let all of you into such riveting entertainment without having a way to watch it myself, did you? And he holds up his hand, and there's this weird, like, spinning on the back of his hand, where, like, it looks like part of his hand turns inside out, revealing this, like, red eye <laughs> that's sort of, like, looking around. What the fuck, dude? Uh, it... Like, just this mass of, like, blood just, like, jerking and pulling as if it's, like, attached with weird muscles to the back of his hand. What the fuck, dude? It was quite a show. What, what is that thing? And it, it closes back up like an eyelid rotating back into the hand. Ah! But I suppose now the show is over. Yeah. It's time for the curtain call. And given that... My dear sister is still alive. I suppose you think this is the part where you defeat me. 
I'm guessing from the way that you said that, there's gonna be some twist where this isn't the part where we're gonna defeat you? Well, I suppose that's the show, isn't it? Lenore's gonna take a step forward. You wanna dance? Always. Cat! <laughs> and and uh, you watch as uh, Glorio shifts form into this tiger-headed creature, uh, and his two guards behind him shift into uh, purple-skinned humanoid-looking things with snake-like tongues and glowing yellow eyes and arms that end in snakes. Let us give this tale a grand finale. And that's where we'll pick up <laughs> next time. On, on Curse of the, the Crimson, Crimson Throne. Throne. Cat. Cat. <laughs> Human form. Human form. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> It's a good thing the cover of Night found some allies downstairs. Maybe that'll make up for the fact that Glorio's clearly just been waiting for them to come back upstairs after spending all their resources getting out of the labyrinth. Oh dear. To Have and to Roll is produced by David Clark and Katie Dukshire. The Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder role-playing game are property of Paizo and are used in accordance with their community use policy. This session featured sound effects from Sirenscape. To see how you can use Sirenscape to enhance your own games, check out sirenscape.com. This session also featured The Crimson Banquet, Red Raven's Waltz, and Fates Entwined from Michael Gelfiadio and Philip Melvin, and also music by Kevin MacLeod, including Jalandhar, Mountain Emperor, Big Mojo, and Cheesy Jungle. We are on Twitter at To Have and To Roll. Rain is at Rain Zero. That's R-A-N-E and the number zero. Daft is at Daft Prodigy. We are also on Tumblr, tohaveandtoroll.tumblr.com. And remember, we do not have a Patreon, but Rain does work full-time trying to save the world with the power of solar energy. If you would like to see how he can help you switch your home over to solar, please send us an email to haveandtoroll at gmail.com Subject line, Rain's Day Job. We will be back in two weeks as we find ourselves at the climax of book three. Lines have been drawn, sides have been chosen, and it's going to take everything our heroes have left in them to face their most fearsome and fashionable foe yet. See you then.
Or were they uh, all just... Senshir will have a masterwork... <laughs> Hi, baby. Masterwork climbing cat. Princess. <laughs> Princess. She's a baby. Princess baby. She's she's nuzzling Rain's papers and his notes. She wants to snuggle them. Baby. <laughs> I'm trying to record audio. She baby. is so cute. You're making a lot of noise. Oh my god, she's so cute. She loves you okay. so much. So takes the dagger. Is. Hold on, real quick. Does it have to be the same dagger? Because, you know, communicable blood, bloodborne diseases and things.